All You Need to Know, the Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning. You're listening to the Daily Morning Update from Bloomberg Quint and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is the 4th of August. Here's everything that you need to know. The rise in new COVID-19 infections in India continues to be among the highest in the world with over 2.5 lakh new cases having been added in the last five days of reporting. Today's tally, which is updated at around 8 a.m. by the health ministry, will likely take the total number past 18.5 lakh. Globally, the total number of cases has now crossed 18 million, with a million cases being added every four days. The World Health Organization has said that it expects the COVID-19 pandemic to be of lengthy duration. In the top news after market hours yesterday, there's an update from the banking space. Growth in non-food credit for the banking industry as a whole dropped to its lowest in at least three years in the fortnight ended July 17th. Non-food credit rose by 5.81% year-on-year to 101.33 lakh crore, according to data released by the Reserve Bank of India. This is the lowest since July 2017, when non-food credit growth was at 5.79%. Deposit growth continues to run higher than credit growth, though. During the same fortnight, deposit growth was at 10.8%. Banks, however, remain reluctant to lend due to the uncertainty caused by the COVID-19 pandemic. Sticking with news in the banking space, Moody's Investor Service has upgraded YesBank's long-term foreign currency issuer rating by a notch after the private lender raised 15,000 crore rupees in a follow-on public offer last month. The rating agency upgraded YesBank from CAA1 to B3 according to its statement yesterday. In case you're unfamiliar with Moody's rating scale, CAA1 indicates poor quality with very high credit risk, while B3 still represents a speculative investment with high credit risk. In the aviation space, regulator DGCA has asked SpiceJet to stop its five-day discounted sale of tickets that started yesterday as the government-imposed fare limits are still in place since domestic flights resumed operations on the 25th of May, according to senior officials. SpiceJet announced that it had started a five-day one-plus-one offer sale where it was offering one-way base fare tickets starting at as low as 899 rupees, excluding taxes, on its domestic network. In other news, DST Global, which is the investment firm headed by billionaire Yuri Milner, is close to investing as much as $400 million in India's online education startup Baiju's, according to a person familiar with the negotiations. That's a Bloomberg report. The deal values Baiju's at $10.5 billion and could be signed as early as the coming weekend. The transaction would make the company the second most valuable Indian startup after PTM. In international news, President Donald Trump on Monday barred federal agencies from dismissing US citizens or green card holders and replacing them with foreign workers 
and he also blasted a major state enterprise for having done so. The executive order that Trump signed yesterday increases scrutiny of federal contractors' use of H-1B visas to bring in temporary foreign labor for high-skilled jobs rather than relying on American workers. In other news emerging from the US, TikTok will have to close its operations in the US by the 15th of September unless parent company ByteDance sells the social network's domestic operations to Microsoft or another American company, according to President Trump. He added that the federal government would also have to be paid a substantial amount of money as part of the deal. In international markets, U.S. stocks ended higher, led by gains in technology stocks. The Nasdaq climbed 1.5%, while the other two indices gained between 0.7 and 0.9%. In the Asia-Pacific region, all three early rises have started strongly positive, all of them with gains of over 1%. And with that, it's over to Hormuz Fatakia for the trade setup for the day in India. Good morning, Hormuz. How are we looking this Tuesday morning? Thanks for that, Alex, and good morning to all our listeners as well. August has not begun on a pleasant note for the Indian markets, as both the Sensex and the Nifty ended lower for the fourth straight day, the longest in over four months. Besides Reliance Industries, the other primary laggard for the markets were large private financials, and leading the pack for the Nifty Bank's 550-point decline on Monday was Bandhan Bank. Although the stock ended 10.5% lower, a whole host of marquee names have brought the shares sold by its founders. Some of them include Singapore's GIC, BlackRock, Temasek, Societe Generale, Credit Suisse and Morgan Stanley. Such institutional buying was reflective in the FII figures for Monday, which came in at a positive 7,800 crore rupees. Amongst other stocks in focus, Alembic Pharma has launched a QIP issue priced at 980 rupees a share, which is nearly the same price at which it closed on Monday. The issue size is tentatively worth 650 crore rupees, and the company retains an additional green shoe option of 100 crore rupees. Jubilant Life Sciences has launched a Remdesivir injection under the brand name JubiR. The injection will cost 4,700 rupees per vial of 100 mg in the Indian markets. Another stock to focus on will be AU Small Finance Bank, where Warbuck Pincus has reduced its stake to just over 4.5% from nearly 7% earlier. Other stocks to watch will include KEC International, which has won orders worth over 1,100 crore rupees, and Coffee Day Enterprises, whose new statutory auditors have resigned within two weeks, citing technical reasons. No nifty company reports earnings today, but the one result that I would keep an eye out for is Dixon Technologies. On the 13th of August last year, the stock had made a 52-week low of 1,560 rupees. Since then, it has seen gains of over five times. The stock ended at an all-time high of 7,968 rupees on Monday after briefly crossing the 8,000 mark. Other non-index names reporting earnings today include Godrej Consumer Products, Gujarat Gas, Tata Consumer Products, Apollo Pipes and PI Industries, which also ended at an all-time high on Monday. Battery maker Exide Industries will be reacting to its earnings reported after market hours on Monday. Results were below Bloomberg consensus estimates and the management has cited disruptions in manufacturing, supply chain and distribution due to the lockdown as the key factors for the weak performance. 
the company has said that it is focusing on cost controls and technology upgradations in order to improve its bottom line performance. Other companies that will react to earnings reported after market closing include KPIT Technologies, BSE and VST Industries. You can find details on all of these stocks in our All You Need to Know copy only on our website bloombergquint.com. And with that, I wish you all a safe and happy day and hand it back to Alex. Thanks, Hormuz. And as always, thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day. I hope you enjoyed listening to All You Need to Know. Did you know that you can listen to this show on the IVM Podcast app? On the IVM Podcast app, along with this, we have a number of other shows which you think you'll enjoy. Listen to Cyrus Says with Cyrus Brocha as the host. Listen to Pesa Vesa with Anupam Gupta. The Scene and the Unseen with Amit Varma. Or Shunya One hosted by Shiladiti Mukhopadhyay and myself. Check out the IVM Podcast app to get more talk content that you will enjoy. 